Welcome back to the Ideas Podcast. This is part two of our two-part series on discrimination. I'm Ophelia, and I'm here with Tony and Sina. In this episode, we'll be listening to the responses to the question of what can JFKS do better to combat discrimination? Here are the responses. It's important to look at ways to incorporate it into everyday life and to like to find ways to incorporate it in the curriculum things I've talked about with some students is gender and orientation issues in biology to approach it from a biological perspective right don't put everything in history social studies politic english german class although keep it there's those places too and talk about i think also important is framing things positively not necessarily fighting discrimination, but promoting uh, acceptance and inclusion and respect. And and maybe instead of like, don't just not be racist, but like, how do you be an ally? How do you be anti-racist? How do you do things to to actively create a better environment, a better culture? Yeah, And, and also training teachers to be better at that. I have no idea what kind of training German teachers get with respect to those issues in their teacher training. In the US, I'm sure it's quite different from state to state. I did my training in California, so I had to take classes on how to promote those things in my classroom, but I'm, I'm quite sure <laughs> there are a lot of teachers who haven't had that kind of training. And um, the school ha- does have professional training days for teachers each year where they could work on trying to provide that for teachers and then using existing resources with social workers and counselors to find ways to promote that among students and, and you know plant the seeds and try to keep that spreading. I think firstly, homeroom teachers need to be better trained at addressing discrimination in their classes and preventing discrimination from happening in the first place, so talking to their students more. Yeah, and then I think that that sort of workshop or something should probably come from the administration. So more engagement from the teachers and authority figures at our school probably is the place where I would start. I think that JFK needs to highlight the fact that there is discrimination happening. Whether it just be ignorance or whether it be real discrimination, I mean, it's happening, right? It's happening at school. JFK has many issues that go beyond discrimination that go into drug use and uh, like in the direction of assaulting people. Like JFK has many issues and what has to occur is that people know about it. And when people know about it, they're gonna feel more engaged, like believe it. Actually, it's not about knowing it, it's about really believing it and having a firm stance on wanting to combat it. So events like this that are starting to highlight it, I think are a great start. And really advertising events like this in a very good way to get many people to come out and to join them. I don't know entirely how to do it, but I really think despite it being a bit of a generic answer, The more people know about it and the more people believe it, the more people are also going to want to do something against it. And I 
don't think there's enough people at JFK who really believe that there's something to combat in the first place. You know, the discrimination is something that it doesn't really ever like, um, I don't know, doesn't ever evaporate and, and, and disappear. I think that being, you know, upfront and being uh, honest about what's happening is, is a great start. Um, I don't get the impression that's always been the way things have been done here. Um, also, in Germany, it's a lot different uh, as far as like the racial dynamic and the way that it's spoken about. Um, in Germany, you hear a lot of people talking about like, we're all the human race. And then like in America, everything is very like subdivided and, and segmented. So there's like a there's like a country thing that's also that's different between the two. Uh, you know what, what's what's considered to be the norm. Um, I think uh, when I was talking to them, I just think that having all subjects being able to like focus on curriculum or uh, points of focus that are outside of like the Western, you know, history book, uh, the dominant class, is is a great way of doing that. What can JFK do better to combat discrimination? I think one of the things that the Kennedy School can do to combat discrimination is to talk about it. So I'm thrilled that you're here being active as students. And as a parent, as a mom who's been working at the school, doing stuff for many years, it's always a struggle as a parent to sort of engage with students and get students to do their own engaging. So I'm really grateful that you guys are doing this on your own bat. And I get to be one of your people that you're approaching and not the other way around. I think talking about it is really important I and mean, creating safe spaces. I think that there's, because of the way the school is structured, there's this top-down thing about teachers know and students have to suck it up and that's a power thing and that does not create a safe space. It's the opposite of a safe space and also always making students be one's better and one's worse kind of thing is also not creating a safe space. So I think that in order to combat discrimination, we need to talk about the issues of discrimination and we also need to think about how we can change the structures of the school to enable a, a more open and honest, supportive dialogue. Well, I mean, this isn't really about what JFKS can do better, but I think that the educational system as a whole puts in too much value with things like mathematical equations, which are important, but if you're not going into, you know, an architecture or a career in mathematics or science, you, you don't really need it, and you can easily do all that within a semester of college, whereas things like learning about humanity, the world around us, and in intercultural discrimination is very important. And so, you know, if we were to educate kids in school and have that be a, a center part and a critical part of the educational system in subjects like English, history, art, geography, I feel like that could really help. Because then you have like kids who come out of school and do not know the difference between Chinese and Japanese culture or Indian and Iranian culture or Norwegian and Swedish culture. And that is really the heart and the root of discrimination. To combat discrimination at JFKS, I think there needs to be lots of communication, um, that the students need to talk to the teachers and the administration, and when things occur, they need to be addressed immediately. 
and not left to just happen. And I think that happens often, that there are instances of um, discrimination and it's not addressed. So I think that's number one. Communication and counseling, of course, that people have someone they can go to. When something happens to them, they feel comfortable talking to someone, definitely. And people who are actually doing the discrimination and bullying and causing the trouble need to be punished. What I guess the school would have to do is just to like get organized better and show that they care about giving everyone a good learning experience. And I mean, in my case, it's not really that bad because I've learned how to deal with my learning disability and it's not hard anymore. But I know when I was younger, at least, my parents had a lot of trouble getting me accommodations and getting everything to be fair. And there was teachers who just didn't want to deal with it. Like, when I was in third grade, I was in D2, and I mean, my German is good, I guess. I was pushed into D3 because I couldn't spell and it took me a lot longer to read at the level that everyone else in the class was reading and write and most of the things that we did in class were too hard for me and I would just be completely be just completely drained at the end of class and sometimes during class and so I just leave because I couldn't deal with it and instead of trying to help me the teacher just like put me in a different class without talking to me or my parents I think so suddenly I was in a different class and I learned Daddy Dust for a year, which I could already do, which was annoying. I never tried to hide that I had a learning disability. I've always been very open about it. I was told everyone, I was told teachers in front of the class, I didn't really care about other people knowing and nobody was ever really, like nobody bullied me, nobody was directly mean about it, at least not in front of me. But people did ask stupid questions and I think like, oh, it's unfair, that, like, why do you get more time, or, like, it's unfair, or something like that. And it happened a lot, and it's happened less and less as we got older. And I think also just because our grade, or at least the people I talk to, have just grown up more and, like, become more mature. You know what I really liked was there were chats in the small ally, I think it was a year ago. I know Josh Wunder was part of that and other students representing. And it was kind of before we were talking about this on closer to a monthly basis where real voices were telling their stories. And we need to get more people to those events. Maybe even take class time out and say, you just gotta go talk to these, talk and, and listen is even more important. People who don't confront these issues are probably so ignorant of what is potentially happening. And the more we know, the more we understand, the more we can be empathetic, etc. So I, I would advocate for that. And this event is a wonderful start. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be here and support a little bit and learn, learn more. About what JFKS can do to better combat discrimination, I think generally it's already very good, specifically about teachers discriminating against students. Luckily, I don't think it happens that much, but I really think maybe strengthening students so they know that they also have the right to go to people and say, hey, this teacher said something and it's not okay and not to be too afraid to speak up.
I, for one, thought those responses were pretty thoughtful, and I like what one of the teachers said is that we need to incorporate this into the curriculum and make sure that these messages are coming across, especially in younger ages. And it's actually pretty great that the Ideas Club offers classes to these lower grades, and we're able to go there and meet the kids and actually have them open their minds and grow up with a progressive mindset that is inclusive and progressive. I completely agree with what Tony said, and I can only further echo his statements. But I also think that most importantly is that we just talk about it. You know, I had mentioned earlier that it's these minor happenings that like really have an impact. So if you're ever in a scene where you're witnessing discrimination, use your voice and speak up because in the end, we all do have voices. And this is a way for everybody to contribute to combating discrimination at JFK. Yeah, you guys raised great points and I don't think that there's much left for me to say. Overall, I think it's really great that, for example, the Ideas Podcast offers a space for these types of stories and ideas to be shared because at the end of the day, especially for students like us, speaking up and uh, like Sina said, you know, using your voice is the most important and necessary thing for battling discrimination. Thank you all so much for listening. As usual, if you like what we do, please support us over at buymeacoffee.com slash JFKSIdeas. Any and all donations are greatly appreciated. And yeah, we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.